What up, kid? What up, OG? How you doing, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. Chilling. Got it working over there, huh? No doubt. This is the Carrying the Culture Show with the legend. Legend, Triple OG, King T. Thank you very much for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. No doubt. Really, really appreciate you. So um, we got a lot of things to cover. A few things here. If you guys want to ask questions, please use the questions feature uh, right there with the questions mark. That way I can put it up and then everybody can see it. Um, also, if you guys get crazy with the comments, that shit is mind-boggling and drives me crazy. And if, if you knew King T and he, his sister <laughs> braided your hair when y'all grew up, save that shit for later because <laughs> it, it throws everything off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to be getting wild in the comments. So Yeah, it's good. It's good. Again, thanks, man. I appreciate you um, very, very much. Big fan no doubt. for a long no time. Doubt. I was 11 when Act the Fool came out. And, Shut the front door. And and so <laughs> when I when I seen this cat on a, you know, that was kind of unheard of. This cat on a on a on an album cover with a shotgun, and then you know what I'm saying I was. Anybody said that music doesn't make an impression? They lying because I was like, yo. And then you know that '88. Right. Uh, that whole that whole time. So. Right. Um. So yo, let's get into it. Early shit, because you got a lot of history here. So early shit. You were a DJ first, right? Yes. Yeah. I always wanted to be a DJ, even if it was just talking on the mic at a radio station or whatever. But um, once I got a glimpse of, especially the West Coast DJs like Joe Cooley, Bobcat. DJ Pool and them cats, you know what I'm saying, Egyptian Lover, uh, even Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it was over. I had to get on the turntable. You know? So you were doing, comp um, not competitions, you were doing like um, shows and stuff. Like, what, what, What's the kids, well, jam, kids jam stuff about? Well, uh, yeah, my, me and my mom moved down to Houston. I think I was about 13, 14. She wanted to get me out of the, you know, the, California period, you know, just try something new. So we went down to Houston. Uh, it was, you know, it was, you got to realize, you know, a kid coming from Cali and going to Texas, it's like, it was kind of slow down there, you know what I'm saying? So I just took the things that I, I, I watched the DJs do down here in LA and I was, you know, doing it out there but i was like 15 years old and and just got lucky you know ended up on a uh up at texas southern university trying to get on and as a 15 and, year old yeah, yeah yeah and 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 didn't even know it was a show called kids jam that came on on saturdays i was up there at night with this uh kid named rasta clem they used to do the uh, Friday night jams or Saturday night. Thing. I was just up there hanging with him. And then, you know, the program director of the uh, college station ended up giving me a chance, let me get on the turntables. And that's how the Kids Jam thing came along with Jazzy Red, Lester Pace, uh, Michael Mitchell, even uh, Tammy McCall, all that, you know. Yes. Tammy Mack. <laughs> Tammy Mack. Yeah. So how long were you out there for in Texas? Uh, well, I was out there for a year, for I'm gonna say a year and a half before I start getting in trouble because I didn't want to go to school and you know just just being a just being a kid, you know, 
and ended up at, at Harris County Youth Village. And then my mom ended up coming back home, so I was down there by myself, you know what I'm saying? So it was crazy. So, it yo, was crazy. Yeah, you, was, you was cutting up a little bit. I mean, because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw some shit that you was running around, like, at a young age with <laughs> with the hammer on you, like. <laughs> well, like, I was skinny, you know. I was very, just just lightweight, you know what I'm saying? So I had to keep the blammer on me just, you know. I wouldn't hit nobody with it. I just shoot it in the air, you know. Make kids run, you know. <laughs> That's that LA shit. I can't even fucking. It's like oh, I just, I just, I was skinny, so I just had to keep the gap. Yeah, on me, man. Right? Didn't, you know, I didn't really have my squabble right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, I want to get into that for a minute, man. Some real shit, because this is LA's a different vibe. I used to live out there for a minute. I got family out there, and it's. I grew up mostly on the East Coast. This is. It's different. The the vibe is different. And I've talked to a lot of MCs from out there, like yeah. particularly in the, the LA area. Can you help me explain? Uh, help explain to me like the the ongoing tension between blacks and Mexicans out there in that in that area. Like because being being on the East Coast, it's not it's not like that for the most. Yeah, time. it's, you it's know different. What I mean? up Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, all that. But like out there, it's like some serious tension. I don't know how it is now, but you know what I'm saying and. Well, yeah, we definitely uh, we're trying to piece it up and bring it all together, this black and brown thing. But it's mostly it started mostly with prison politics and things like that, you know. So I I grew up with with uh, you know in the same projects with Mexicans. We was like family, you know. what I'm saying we didn't even know about you know the politics. When you go to jail, you can't really communicate with them and all that, you know what I'm saying? But out on the street, this was like my brother, you know what I'm saying? So we're just trying to trying to numb that down, you know what I'm saying, and, and bring it together, especially now in this climate. Yeah, know? yeah, because that's, that's, some, that's some crazy shit. I can't, it's, it's always something that's like mind-boggling to me. Yeah, it's coming together. See, it, it, on the East, it ain't like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Puerto Ricans, and, and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because <laughs> we all realize we all getting shit on out here, so you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like it's, I think it's like when, when, when everybody black and brown realize, yo, we getting shit on equally. It's like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's coming to that too. You know what I'm saying? We seeing, we seeing it. Now that's what that's what's up. So you went back. So you're only in Texas for a minute. You went back to Cali, right? This was well, yeah. Like I said, my mom, I w I was I was locked up, and she just had enough and. She, you know, she was ready to come back. She, she, I, we actually moved down there. She met a guy, you know what I'm saying? She, you know, you know, they thought they were in love. It didn't work out. So when I'm down there messing up, she comes, she moves back to Cali. But I got to finish some shit down there, you know, and I, it, you got to realize it was a youth village. It was like a camp. So every time they take us on a little trip, I'm, 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 I'm gone. <laughs> I'm running, and they usually knew where to find me that weekend on Saturday. I'm up at the radio station on the on on the turntables. They come get me after the show, you know. Oh shit! But they, they did that about two or three times, and eventually sent me sent me back to Cali. They didn't want us because if I would have kept running from that camp, they would have sent me to to a real prison. You know what I'm saying? They, but they knew I was down there by myself, and they, they saw what I was trying to do. 
And uh, they just sent me home, man. They just sent me back to Cali. I had to come back here and, and live with my grandmother uh, in Pacoima. And that's where that's that's where it all happened. I ran, ran into my guy, Scotty D, who was, you know, who's originally from Compton. And then I ended up, that's who put me on. That's, that's what, you know, why, that's, that's why I'm from Compton to this day. Cause so, let's, so let's go back for a minute. You moved back to Cali. And then I think you said you proceeded to get kicked out of every high school in the LA, in LA County. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went to, I went to Carver. I went, I got kicked out of there. I went to John Muir, got kicked out of there. Then I had to move with my, uh, my dad in Inglewood. Oh man, it was it was crazy out there, and that's how I ended up with my grandmother in Pacoima, which was more crazier. And but that's that's where all the blessings started, you know. So let's go back. You in high school, and I know that like LA is like it's about the hoods where you from. So like if you you in different high schools moving around, what was that like for you? Like adjusting, like who this nigga like type shit. You know what I mean? I, I keep it. I keep it one hundred. I I wasn't really, you know, me and my mom moved all around Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? From uh, from Pacoima to L.A. to, to Los Cienega to to Compton to and you know I really didn't. I wasn't really on no gang banging thing. You know what I'm saying? I did things to you know. You know how we are when we kids, you know what I'm Boy. saying? You, you know, you want to show your peers you, you you about that life and all that. So I did some stupid things, I, you know, but I, I got put on and shit. You know, it's been on ever since. I mean, Compton cut me my first check. So I got it tattooed on, you know what I'm saying? And, and it ain't never went wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? It's always been Compton. But I, I, I got to have love for Pacoima because that's where my grandmother and, and and my family is from, Pacoima. My sisters and my brother are originally from Inglewood. And, you know, it's just all this. It, it's a Cali thing. It's an L.A. thing, baby. But, you know, this is hub. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so because so, I, when I was little, I lived in I lived in Hawthorne and I lived in. Inglewood. And yeah, I lived in Hawthorne like too. <laughs> I was like four or five. So where, where, I mean, for real, I, I never, where is Pacoima in relation to, to like Hawthorne? Pacoima is San Fernando Valley. That's okay. all Van Nuys. You know oh, okay. Yeah, my mom used to work out in Van Nuys. I used to always it's hear that stuff. Stillmore, all that. Okay. Know. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Foothill Division. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. LA County is diesel, man. It's, it's, it's big out there, yo. Like, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of, it's as big as fuck out there. So, all right. So let's get to Scotty D. I heard Scotty D was like more fucking dapper Dan of like Compton. Right. Shit. So what's yeah, the uh, that you know me. Uh, like I said, having to move with my grandmother in Pacoima, me ditching school again, not trying to go to school. I just walked in and bumped into this little uh, sweatsuit shop. It was called the Feeler Shop back then. You know, and I'm looking through. It wasn't open yet, but I'm looking through the windows, and I, I could see in the back. It's just two turntables just sitting there with like a spotlight on them. Like God sent me there. You know what I'm saying? The Holy <laughs> Grail and shit. Right, yo. And I just sat there till somebody came, and, and and it was Scotty. He and I told him who I was. I'd actually like. <laughs> 
the the weekend before I went and saw Bobcat and Wildcat spin at the skating ring in the in in the valley out here. So I met Bobcat and he, you know, he dug my style and shit like that. But when I met Scotty, I lied and told him, yo, I'm from Uncle Jam's Army, man. You know, I'm I'm a young prodigy, man. You gotta check me out on turf. Not knowing Scotty already, he was already down with Uncle Jam's Army. Bobcat DJ Poole was one of his best friends. Uh Roger Clayton was his best friend, you know, so he laughed. He didn't say nothing. He he watched me get down on the turn table. He said, kids, you nice. You know what I'm saying? Right, Stick right. You know what I'm saying? And and from then on in, I, I've just been down with the Fila Shop crew. Didn't have a King T name yet. That's yeah. when DJ Pooh came along. And, uh, you know, he really didn't like me. You know what I'm saying? DJ Pooh didn't like you? Nah. Nah, he, you know, he, he just wasn't, I wouldn't say he didn't like me. He just wasn't digging me. I don't know if if it was because, uh, you know, the competition on the turntables or what have you or whatever, or another, another dude in the crew trying to be a DJ and all that. But he he came around when, like, because when Pooh get on the turntables, I would jump on the mic and, and spit some old Wild Style rhymes I saw on Wild Style or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and Pooh was like, yo, you need to stick with the mic. And, and that's where I got the name King T from, DJ Pooh. Wow. So he wasn't fucking with you at first, but then he, he heard you on that fucking yeah. jack. I was on his ass on them turntables, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, big up DJ Pooh, legendary. Yeah, legendary. big up DJ Pooh. But, you know, a lot of DJs came came along. Come on, man. Uh, DJ Aladdin, once Aladdin came, and, and man, it was over. And, you know, Aladdin was just killing shit. How old were you at this time? I think I was like 16 years old. Was Is, is Pooh older than you? Uh, yes, about a year or two. So he like, yo, who this young nigga coming in here, like... Exactly, he, this he, young, he, scrawny, bummy-looking-ass motherfucker. Yeah, man, <laughs> oh, this nigga came But, uh, you know... Yo, the shop was in Pacorma or in Compton? In Pacorma, right on the corner of Glen Oaks and Van Nuys. They used to call it the Arco. It was at an Arco. It was a plaza and an Arco gas station. But, you know, it was lit. Every weekend, you know what I'm saying, had to had that whole lot packed. We was doing mixtapes, doing right. shows and everything. Yeah. All right. So then, you 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 kind of rocking with these cats now. Were you still like running around doing the street shit, or by this time are you like? No, the street shit? shit hadn't began yet. Oh shit! <laughs> the real street shit hadn't began. Nah, yet. nah. Oh, so you nah, was fucking uh, around. That was some teaser this, shit That's once, the, the, once Compton came along. That was some teaser I, shit before. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Scotty had a cousin named Big Pete. He's resting in peace right now. And he just took me under his wing. He worked in the field of shop. And, he, you know, he wouldn't let nobody mess with me. Like I'm saying, I'm like 80 pounds, skinny, with a little blue Kango with Tilo on the side and all that, you know what I'm saying? But he 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 put me down, you know what I'm saying? Him and Scotty, they they protected me, and man, that's why I had to uh, put the Compton on my back. So, all right. So now, what you mean the street shit hadn't began yet? You 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 rocking with cats, you rhyming and shit. So, 
Well, it, it was like I had it was like I had some things I had to pay some dues, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta realize that when I got back from Texas, I'm I'm still a little thirteen, fourteen year well, fifteen year old and don't wanna go to school. And there was a whole bunch of things on why I didn't want to go to school. It was boring. Uh I was insecure about a lot of things and didn't have the right clothes, didn't have no money, you know what I'm saying? And this was, music was all I knew, you know what I'm saying? I, I just rather do that, you know? So once, once like Scotty and, and Pete and everybody started, you're going to be from Compton, you from Compton, you represent Compton, but there's things you got to go through to, you know? So you, I had to go on a couple of missions and, and then that takes a hold of you. You get addicted to that. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be a badass in the street. And you, you know, you, you rapping about it and, and all that, you know what I'm saying? So you want to do some things so you can rap about it. And it became stupid. And that's why I kind of shy. Like I had that, that, that shit was cool, but I was more into, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted girls. I wanted to, uh, party, a lot of titties and all that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We want to party. We, and, and by this, by this time, you know, easy is around with cube and, and, and NWA and they're all, we're all good friends. We started and we're using this, each other's equipment. We're working in the same studio. We, there was no, there was no beef or animosity. With never, never. We, we, we all started together. It was family. We, you know, we used to knock on, uh, uh, Sir Jinx, uh, mom's window, Early in the morning, trying to get the SP twelve hundred, and his mom comes to the door, and Dre is knocked out sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, oh, it was yes. love like that, you know. Big Damn. family, and still to this day, you know. Damn. So, all right, all right. So that was it. Was all it was all love. So there was it was not going. I, did, I just don't want to. I don't want to get off on all the little tough shit I I tried to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, every, every I think every young rapper is going through it trying to come get through that and and i you know i just want to glorify that but boy you gotta pay them dues man and that's why that's why the young men's out here doing the stupid shit that you, and and putting it on instagram and all that you know what i'm saying they're trying to prove themselves but you don't have to do that these days you know what i'm saying go make you one of them mumble motherfucking joints that you hate <laughs> Don't get me started, nigga. <laughs> and, you, me. and go get your money, bro. That's it, man. It's right, out right. there. No, I appreciate you keeping it real with us about that, though. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? That's It's it's, it's certainly not to be glorified, but it's, it's, it's part of the King T's story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, no doubt. That's, yeah. that's what led you to you, like, walking around with a fucking big-ass gat on the first album. You know what I mean? Like, ah, so, yeah. So, I was blessed to get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. So, you know, so talk about the... um. The um the licks. I mean, in terms of how you like how you, how you guys how you linked up with them and shit. That's all. That's all the feeler shop. Like I said, you know, once the crew was formed, that the the feeler shop boys, we created a crew called. Well, Scotty created a crew called Total Control, which was me, DJ Pool, J Roll from the Alcoholics, his his cousin Suave D. That's resting in peace. Uh. It was, it was, I guess, it was a couple of, you know, dancers and all that type. Of, and Scotty, we 
created this crew because we would open up at all the Uncle Jam's army parties out here on the West Coast. Like when Houdini or Run DMC, Beastie Boys, Dana Dana, Real Rock Fan, and Whistle, we were open for them. You know what I'm saying? Doing our we we had a song called "Do the Buckwheat." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dancing like buckwheat. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. stupid shit. But that's where it all started. That's and J Roll once the King T thing was created. J Roll was like my my hype man when we went on the road and doing shows and things like that. And he introduced me to East Swift because I needed a DJ because Pooh was off of producing LL and Ice Cube, shit like that. So I needed a DJ, and that's where E. Swift came. E. Swift bought Tash from his hometown, Ohio. And they had a little situation going on with uh, Herb Albert's uh, A&M, um, where they called themselves ESP, uh, Everyday Street Poets. And uh, me and Poole was just sitting around and said, we, we got to get our crew shit tight because this is the time when everybody had their crews and putting their crew on, like Terror Squad, Lynch Mob, uh, you know. And we wanted, we made a, a decision from, uh, I think it was the Daily Chronics and, or the Alcoholics. We chose the Alcoholics, and J-Roll was the first and next in line, and, and let's do it. He put E. Swift and Tash on, and there it is, the licks. And from there, we created the Liquid Crew, which brought the Far Rye, uh, Montage, Feel the Agony, and, and your boy Exhibit. Word, yeah. word. That, that, that's what's up. So, yo, but you, um, big up J-Roll, because we actually interviewed him about a month ago. So big up J-Roll Alcoholics. Yeah. Did, um, but he's you. You were DJing for him at one point, though, right? Well, yeah. Well, uh, total control because we would switch. Me and Pooh would switch DJing and all that, and it would. We didn't really have no identity yet. We was trying to figure it out still when we was the total control crew. So I would jump on the turntables and J roll with rhyme, and and it it was with whatever with me, but then. Scotty took uh, me and Pooh and met uh, met up with Uncle Jam's Army, uh, Roger Clayton, and he took us to DJ Unknown, which, um, you know, he had the label Techno Hop, which put out Ice-T and Contest Most Wanted. And, you know, so we went and paid our dues over there, too, and put out the first single, Payback Some Mother and then the coolest and you better bring a gun on techno hop and that's what set it off right there yeah because east swift is on um um what was it at, he's on what's he on at your own risk no it's on the yeah yeah he's on, yeah um, he at your own swift. risk yeah. he gets swift you know what i'm yeah. saying so he, so he's big up he's been around for for a minute you know what I mean? yeah so, yeah so that's my that's man important. that's a, yeah that's important to know because you know like we hear about cats when they drop but it's like they were also doing shit before, yeah. like you know what I mean, like way before that. That's that, that the drop in is what we see. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. That's my boy East Swift. Yeah, big up East Swift, big up alcoholics. So, all right, yo, I gotta ask you because I heard this shit and I'm, I'm curious about this. Did you go ahead, man? Go ahead. <laughs> Did you get in a fight with with Pac? Not really. 
I'm yeah. you know, <laughs> not really. I I was uh uh feeling a little tipsy, feeling well, just say feeling a little good. And me and Pac uh, were the best of friends. You know what I'm saying? We we've never had any problems or that. And this, you know. I was just a little drunk and I, I did something I shouldn't. And then I, you know, ran up on him and somebody dope feed me from behind. You know, it wasn't him. You know, we never touched each other, nothing like that. But one of his, you know, goons stuck me and uh, I was out. You know what I'm saying? But in the, in the next couple of days, we got a squash, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Went mad up, and, 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 and it was all stuff. Because every time I used to go to New York, I was with Pac. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Every, you know, Pac was it was my boy, you know, loving him to death. And it was, you know, I just wish that would have never happened. But, you know, that's, that's them days when niggas was trying to prove things that he didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? So. Of course, of course. Yo, so let's get into that you you and the New York shit, man, because it's interesting that you you got a lot of love out there. You were out there a lot. And, and, and like, you know what I'm saying? Marley did the, the famous remix, you know what I'm saying? For yeah. Fucking, um, that, that shit's fucking fire. Yeah. Everybody think that's the Rap City joint, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo. This it is. It is, actually. It is, but I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's like, yo, this cat spit over that shit. So, um, during that East Coast, like West Coast, like beef, like where were you? Like, what was your shit about? Out the way, man. I uh, I had so many. You was in New York a lot. Yeah, I mean, every you know, I I fuck with so many people from out from the East Coast. It was like I had to, you know, even even Biggie. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just like, and I I hate thinking this and saying this, but if I would have been there, you know, if I'd have been around him, or if I would have knew he was in, you know, it's just like, yo. But you can't, I can't say, you know what I'm saying? But that was my man. Pac was my man too, but Biggie was my man. Every time I went to New York, got love, you know what I'm saying? He was one of them like Kane and 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 and, and tr from ultra magnetic uh, magnetic and all you know these are my people craig craig g you know uh pudgy the fat bastard all that, you know what I'm saying? they come fuck with me you know but big was my man you know so talk about that influence man every you know what i'm saying it's well known that like you know you were one of his favorite cats like the the, inf the influence is there like when I, I listened to your earlier shit i listened to a lot of your shit and then you listen to Big, you're like, yeah, I can, I can see where that came from. Like, like, were you doing joints? Like, I think, guys... I think, it, I think it's been blown out of proportion. Really, oh, really? Uh, um, Big had his own lane, smooth. Uh, I, I, I've watched him go from one thing to another. I've watched him, you know, uh, find himself. You know what I'm saying, and, and just roll with it. And I think I I I doted on him more. You know what I'm saying. I don't think people say that that I influenced. I think we influenced each other. I'm gonna just leave it there. You know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna just leave it there. I mean, I see guys, all. I see all the things. The, were you guys like rhyming together? Like, I mean, because there's no. There's, we, there's, we 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 just we just. 
we've never been in the studio together. Not we just fucked with each other, you know. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, and and we we messed with the same respect. Just a mutual respect. We messed with the same producers though, like just love the same beats and and been in the studio with the same producers. So we we had similar styles, you know. what I'm saying that's all it was, man. No, I mean, but. It's all good. The influence is there. I mean, I can like it's or or whatever it is. I mean, like it's not it's not about biting or nothing. I mean, it's right, big, right. Ass, big definitely had his own shit. It's just that you can. There's always a there's always an origin. To, no to doubt, something. And, and that's there's no problem in. You know what I'm saying? I watch him. I watch him go from bullshit and party to. Big Papa. That them are two totally different things. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. It, it, there's there's always an origin, you know what I'm saying. So it's 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 just interesting to see that the origin, you know, it origin came from from Compton, California. You know, what right. I mean? in terms of a lot of a, a lot of that shit. You know, what I, I mean? think so, I think yeah, I think he listened to uh, Dog as well, Snoop Dog. Uh, you know, and you know, Big couldn't sound like Snoop, so he just he took what he could and made it his. You know, I, I think we all do that. I think we all do that. Right. Right, right. No, of course. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the um, the uh, the Ice T influence. I mean, like, I already bought you a car. That's your man. Like, I mean, like, mentor. The one type but, shit. Hey, Look, that was good. It. So, I mean, after, like I said, when we did the uh, when uh, Scotty took me to Techno Hop, you know, of course, Ice T was like the first dude to blow on Techno Hop with uh, the, um, don't quit at six in the morning and all that. Yeah. So it, it was an honor. And then, you know, we did them two singles on Techno Hop. Then we did something totally independent with my man Greg Mack from 1580, you know, 1580K. He, he, we did a single with him called Bass, produced by Bobcat Pooh. And that's what actually made I, you know, Ice and his whole management team, Ron Syndicate, they came, grabbed the nigga up and went and got me to deal at Capitol Records. And, you know, then got me the apartment right next door to him in Hollywood. What? Then, then got me the Benzo, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so Ice, Ice is my godfather, man. It's like, yo, you can't say nothing bad about that dude because we're going to come get you. That's when I had to show... You know that side again. You know, what I'm <laughs> leave ice alone, man. That's 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 pops. <laughs> you know, that's that's the OG. Yeah, really, really. So yeah, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, so fuck, <coughs> fucking ice tea. And the thing is, people don't realize that, like, yo, he's been a part of this shit for a long time. You know what I'm saying? One of the first ones, you know. He was <laughs> out there with, with Too Short. You know, he was banging when Too Short was banging. And all, you know what I'm saying? These guys started the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on the, he's on the B-Boy shit. I mean, like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Real B-Boy shit, yeah. Real B-Boy Nation. This is who introduced me to all this. You know what I'm saying? He bought him, the, the Spin Masters around Henji and Evil E and uh Africa Islam, Africa Bambada and all you know, Prince Whipper Whip and Grandmaster Cass and these is how I met these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Through ice. So like, so what was this like in the timeline, man? Because you know, you chilling with like 
pool and and all these cats. But when when did when was ice when did ice come into the picture? Ice came like after the the uh well when when I did the the first two singles on Techno Hop, Ice took me on on a European tour. I was I think I was 15, 16, 16 years old, man, in Europe just acting the ass and and ice really took a, a liking to me man so like i said rhyme syndicate they just start they 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 really went in for me you know as a whole team like and you know um we put the bass single out with greg mack uh and used it as a demo and rhyme syndicate went and got the deal at capital and since then, I it, and so that was like eighty seven, eighty eight. So I I've been with Ice since since then. Still, he's a big big influence for me in terms of just his music was like showed a lot of range. You know what I mean? From the right. early days, Birdie's nominated for a Grammy too right now yeah. for Body yeah, Count. The Body <laughs> Count shit. The Ooh, I mean, yes. like. Mad range, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Big up, he's a fucking real, you know what I'm saying? G, man, he's a G. Well, what is he hate to say? This nigga is a G, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what questions we got. Um, you see that? <coughs> are we ever going to uh, get a Are we ever going to get a collective liquid crew project? Right. Ah. Uh, Hey, that's that's a good question. Y'all should uh send that question to Exhibit. He's gonna be hot at me for that. Send that to Exhibit. <laughs> everybody send everybody hang on Exhibit's fucking uh yeah. IG and just blow that nigga up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Yeah, uh no, no, but seriously though, uh Man, it's one of my my dreams, one of my goals, and I and and I guess it won't be done if it can't be done right. So we'll see. You know. Got you. What are you up to musically? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nah. right. No, I'm 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 sitting and enjoying all the new cats coming out and, and um, chilling. Yeah, just I'm I'm enjoying all the new hip hop. Really, you know, like I got. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Oh, uh, you go. Listen, I know my place. I got and, kids. Come on, I man. I got I got six, seven, eight children that, that you know, I got to listen to this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and, <laughs> you know, the truth you know comes out. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I like it. I, I like the new generation, man. I ain't gonna front because before it was hip hop, I, still all I had was music. So I had uh, electronic, you know, like I said, Egyptian Lover, I had to deal with, and the beat goes on, clear, and and, and uh, well, nobody busting on that, but what's I in love your phone music. right now? What's, huh? in phone, what's in your phone right now? What's mm. in your phone? Travis Scott. Travis Scott, who else? Uh, damn, you gonna make me say it. What's in the fuck? Migos, Migos. It's all, it's all love, man. I, I, I will never disrespect, man. I'm not a fucking Megan Thee Stallion. 
Huh? Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Megan the Stallion. We might have to cut this interview <laughs> short. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's Yo, she's blowing my buck. car up right now. Yada, 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 yada. Keep, keep it in a buck. <laughs> he's relaxing in his retirement. Man, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. You know, I'm coming back. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more. I'm, I'm working on a. I'm, I'm putting together a documentary uh, book. Uh, and with a with a with with an album with it. It's gonna be my last hurrah. And if, like I said, if I can't do it the way I want to do it, you might not hear. That means, and I'm gonna put this out here. If I can't get a song, do a song with Ice Cube, it might not happen. If we get, it should happen. That's, I mean, that's, we should make that happen. We, we, you, put it into the ether. you put that's it into the ether. So, so let's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's out there now. Yeah. So everybody and Dog and Snoop Dogg. That's all I want, man. And Snoop Dogg. But somebody, yo, on some real shit, you got, you got to fucking tell him to write his own shit, at least for this one. All right. <laughs> Hold on for a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Shit. Hold on. Let, let, let's see what the fucking, what that question. Uh, uh, this is a quick one. I'll get this one. Will your techno hop songs ever be on digital format such as that one? There, I think it's on. You got to check, like, Capitol Records. Uh, Snoop Dogg did a compilation on Capitol with a couple of the techno hop songs on it. Um. I think that's it. Capital owns the rights to all the techno hop shit. I think, unless Death Row does, I'm hearing all kinds of shit. But yeah, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. Word. Yo, talk about your, your time with Death Row, man, and, and Dre. Like, was it was Death Row really like fucking Death Row, like like super crazy wild shit? Like, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. <laughs> and I, I I was never uh, signed to Death Row. I I I hung out with DJ Pooh. He produced a lot of hits over there for Death Row. Right. Uh, I've been through there a couple of times with Pac and all that. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it was definitely going up over there. Word. Yeah, ain't no lies about that. Like like Cat was just well, you know, they knew who to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? If you came in there sissy fight looking, you know what I'm saying? This is death row. This is nigga, you get slapped. It, 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 <laughs> say the wrong thing, you might get slapped. And I'm not putting everything on sugar. It was it was multiple big G's through there. You know what I'm saying? So you just had to represent. You were tough, you tough, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, eat the munchos. You tough, right? You, right. Niggas, niggas get killed every day, B. Like, right. Welcome to Death Row. Word. <laughs> talk about a talk about a toxic work environment. God damn. Yes, yeah, very, very, very. Like, but I didn't have to work, so I'm just hanging out. We're just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> we got large bro. I right. mean, yeah. Right. yeah. So, so, so you up in Death Row, like fucking. Chilling, watching motherfuckers get stomped out at work and shit. That's I didn't witness nothing. I, you know, I heard yeah, just I like y'all. Yeah, I, I got you. I, yeah. I, I understand. Yo, real and quick they question. showed they showed DJ Pooh so much respect. He was a king over there. So, you know, it was nothing but love. You know. Got you. Got you. 
Yo, so talk a little bit about Liquid Radio. Quick question. Do you do you run Liquid Radio, Paige? At <laughs> this moment, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I, I, I thought so, but I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. So, yeah, you my man, man. You keep me alive, too, man, like a motherfucker. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I appreciate all the reposts, man. I, yeah, I mean, man, it's, yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, we're, I'm trying to get it together where, you know, it'll run like a, a fluid, real radio station, but nothing but what we did, what we fuck with, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's hard, you know. It, I know, I was a part of a radio station for a minute, yeah. <laughs> so... I'm taking my time with it, you know. I'm I'm working uh, with my brother Exhibit on other things too, uh, his, his cannabis companies and things like that. So, you know, we, we we're doing it, man. We're we're blessed and, and we're ha you know. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, that, that, like in 2020, yeah. it's like you, the little things matter. You know what I mean? Like right. waking up, waking up. A lot of matters, you know, a lot I mean? of my friends are gone, and and a lot of my family is gone right now. Especially this year, it's like crazy. So, I'm you know, but it is what it is. Yeah, I, I was speaking of exhibit. He got that fucking. Um, I seen him bang on that fucking napalm grenade shit. Oh his yeah, head almost, his head yeah. almost fucking exploding, yo. That shit was crazy. yeah. Yeah, that's what this is right here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, yeah. I, I wish we could get them shits out here, man. Fucking Hey, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna yeah, work that out. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, talk soul, you know what I'm saying? Bro, brother's gonna work it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's see, uh got another question real quick, and then we're gonna um Oh, here's an interesting question. Favorite album cover of yours? You've had some interesting. I, I like your album covers. Favorite album cover of mine? Of yeah. Hmm. And then tell me your favorite album that you've done. Oh, of mine. My of favorite yours. album cover was Act of Fool, of course. Uh, yeah, My I favorite album that. never came out. Uh, which one was that? With Aftermath, Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah, that one. Thy Kingdom Come. Yeah, people were talking about that in the questions. What I mean, what like that just Eminem. What did you say, Eminem? Oh, Eminem. That was it. Was his time. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I, I got you. I mean, I, I get it. I guess. I mean, yeah. on, on a on a on a revenue generating level, I, I get it. Like yeah, you know it's a business, you know. It's a, you know, that's what motherfuckers gotta realize. It's a business. It's a right. fucking heartbreaking business. Fast talking white kid. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. M can spit. Stop it. No, M can spit. I, I would never say. I, I'm not listening. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying in terms of marketing. Oh, no doubt. That, no doubt. That's yeah. pretty marketable. I mean, yo, M can spit. I mean, I'll never say that. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a fool. You know what I'm yeah. I, I I don't rock with his music like that, but like in a battle, he's good money, man. I wouldn't put a lot of niggas. Oh, he'll kill, he'll kill niggas. He'll fucking cut your head off. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it a buck. But mm. but yeah, I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I'm saying like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. So we're gonna get. And that's and that's and that's what I should have realized yeah. back then when uh, I was on Aftermath. I should have understood that, but didn't have the knowledge back then. And, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to jump ship, and that was the worst mistake I think I could have made. You know what I'm saying? So here I am. 
Here you are, though. Still holding <laughs> down Liquid, Liquid Radio, yeah. doing your thing with we your baby's make music, with your baby's music in the phone. Well, you know, like, yeah. You got to play it when they get in the car. I got to have it ready. OG, I get it. You know what I mean? I understand. Grandpa's king of King C. OG, I appreciate you. We're going to get on out of here with this shit. My, one of my fucking, this Marley Marl mix, fucking Queens get the money. Right here, Marley, in terms of getting doing this uh, mix, come on, man. You know the story. The whole fucking liquid crew was created. Uh, you know, I, I'm just a juice crew fanatic, you know. Mm. So I tried to create a crew similar to, to that. I'm a Marley Mall fanatic since I was in Houston because they used to, it was a uh, it was a uh, CO. That used to play mixtapes from New York on the on the little speakers, shower time, you know what I'm saying? And that's all we used to hear. That nigga used to, of course, <laughs> you know what? Marley was Marley was that dude, and and niggas niggas sleep niggas because it was so long ago. Marley, Marley, fucking. Yo, Marley was that dude, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Marley yeah, man, Red dude. Alert, though. Chuck, chill out all of, you know Yes, yeah, yeah, the whole, that, that, that whole shit. That whole, but yeah. that back then, that's all I wanted to hear was, was mixtapes from New York. Because that, come on, man. I keep it 100. Back then, it was motherfuckers out here in Cali trying to sound like they was from New York. Talking like they was from New York. You know what I'm saying? It hard. <laughs> All that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, yo, trying to talk all proper, like, like, oh, you from the East Coast? Uh, nah. <laughs> wow. Niggas gonna wow. hate that. But yo, I gotta yeah. get out of here. I gotta pick my brother up from the airport. No doubt, man. Appreciate you. It's, it's, it's all good. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, that was good, man. I appreciate you. I'll tag you when we No we doubt. Thank up. you, man. I appreciate it. I'm no fucking doubt. with you. All right. Be good. No doubt. All right.